now, our feature presentation. Cuddly Ken's Oddball. Come on! Lifting the lid on music you secretly dig. CWR 1476. Gartner and Elizabethan Reggae kicking off my little show here on CWR 1476 is Cuddly Ken with the odd box from now until four how the devil are you my darlings are you all right good are you enjoying your week thus far I can't say I am I've done very little actually we did a um, I'm trying to lose weight and we did a weigh-in on Monday and I think I may have taken off about two ounces or something like that. Uh, what we got coming up on the show for you today? Well, we have World of Stuff coming up about half past two. Uh, we've got little bits of information in between times. We've got your top three at three coming up just after the news at three o'clock. And we've got your on this day celebrity birthdays and celebrity deaths as lovingly prepared by the fair hands of producer M's coming up at about half past three. Check out carolynradio.com, C-A-R-I-L-L-O-N, carolynradio.com and click on our on-air schedule and just have a click around the website, see what's there, see what you can find. There's links to healthcare related websites as well. And you can also find out about us, our little station and our little coffee shop community lounge downstairs here at Memorial Square in Colville. carolynradio.com. In the meantime, time to start the show properly with the Deruti column. This one's called Catherine on your home of the good stuff. CWR 1476 and a good afternoon to you.
music. It's great. CWR 1476. This is my kind of music. Eight track throwbacks and mixtape memories. Cuddly Ken's Oddbox.
John Lennon and number nine dream here on the odd box. Very good afternoon to you if you have just joined us. Got to get with you with the odd box from now until four. We've got some new things on the show today. Got some things in the news. And we've got some facts and stuff, and we've also got the world of stuff coming up a little bit later on. But did you know that uh, Twitter is considering launching a paid subscription service called Twitter Blue, according to an independent researcher? Uh, Jane Manchin Wong has made herself uh, made a name for herself by uncovering accidentally public upcoming features of popular apps, shared screenshots of the service, which will cost $2.99 a month. If what she's found comes into use for their money, Twitter subscribers will be given the ability to save and organise tweets into collections, expanding on Twitter's book mark feature. The service would also come with an undo tweet button, which would allow users to prevent a tweet from being sent for a few seconds after posting. Ah, the drunk button. Uh, Groundwork, he says here, working too much is bad for you. We've all heard that, but according to the World Health Organization, working long hours is killing hundreds of thousands of people a year. And not only is the trend worsening, it may accelerate further due to the pandemic. In the first global study of the loss of life associated with long working hours, the World Health Organization says working 55 hours or more a week is associated with a 35% higher risk of stroke and a 17% higher risk of dying from heart disease compared with those working 35 to 40 hours a week. They also found that the pandemic is feeding the trend towards increased working time, estimating that at least 9% of people now work long hours. So basically, step back, take a break, tell the boss you're going home early.
Cuddly Ken's Odd Box. You have to say everything like it's going to be chiseled into a rock. A better variety and no rap.
Bee Gees and Spirits having flown. And before that, it was the Doobie Brothers and Minute by Minute. And we kicked off, of course, with Steps and Happy Go Lucky. Because, let's face it, why wouldn't you? I always wondered about the Bee Gees. I always wondered if that vibrato thing that they've got, the ha, 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 all that sort of stuff. I wonder if that came naturally, if they worked on it. Maybe you all thought... You know, let's try and find something that will make us stand out, despite the fact we've all got huge teeth and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. And now, folks, it's time for this. Yes, once again, folks, it's now time for your world of stuff. Yep, it's your showbiz buzz and your music news. Let's get cracking. Uh, the legendary Charlie Bit My Finger viral video is being auctioned off as an NFT later this month before being deleted from the internet. The Davis Carl family who created the video plan to mark its 14th anniversary by making the winner of an auction the sole owner of the clip and giving them the chance to recreate the video with the original stars. The family wrote that the Charlie Bit My Finger video, which has been seen by over 880 million people, is, quote, the most viral, the most viewed viral video of all time. The auction begins Saturday on uh, charliebitme.com. NFTs, or non-fungible tokens, are digital assets that are unique and cannot be exchanged. Kim Kardashian celebrated Janet Jackson's birthday over the weekend by becoming the proud new owner of the outfit Jackson wore in her 1993 If music video. In her Instagram story, Kardashian wrote, Happy Birthday, Queen, alongside a clip of Jackson wearing the ensemble. Uh, she went on to say, For Janet Jackson's birthday, because I'm such a fan, I can't believe I won this on Julian's auctions. Two days earlier, the auction house announced that the outfit, a custom-made cropped suede top with an artificial bone detailing and a pair of black lace-up front pants, had sold for $25,000. And Gordon Ramsay is taking things to the next level, literally, with his latest cooking competition, Next Level Chef. According to Fox, the show is the next evolution in cooking competitions. Ramsay has designed a one-of-a-kind culinary gauntlet. Over three stories high, each floor contains a stunningly beautiful kitchen, from the glistening top floor to the challenging bottom of the basement. The ingredients will match the environment because Ramsay believes that the true test of a great chef is not only what they can do in the best of circumstances, but what kind of magic they can create in the worst. The participant named Next Level Chef at the end of the series will win the $250,000 grand prize, or even the $250,000 grand prize. Hmm. Uh, this day in showbiz, uh, nine years ago in 2012, a day after his company goes public, Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg weds his longtime girlfriend Priscilla Chan at his home in Palo Alto in California. And uh, today's music news, uh, music events rather, 29 years ago in 1992, Billy Ray Cyrus releases his debut album, Some Gave All, which featured that song, Achey Breaky Heart. The single's music video spawns a line dancing trend across the USA. And eight years ago, a 1966 Vox guitar played by both John Lennon and George Harrison of the Beatles sells to an unidentified buyer for $408,000 at a New York City auction. Uh, today's first in 2020, a study published in Natural Climate Change reveals that greenhouse gas emissions dropped 17% worldwide in April 2020, while the world was in lockdown. Today's record, 16 years ago, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith opens 
at uh, at 12.01, one minute past midnight, then grosses $50 million in a single day. A new box office record. Yes. Uh, We also have some... We've got some facts for you as well. Did you know, for example, that mosquitoes prefer children to adults and blondes to brunettes? Uh, There are more than 500 words for macaroni in Italian. Who knew? Uh, Salt is the only rock humans can eat. Did you know that the dolphins that live in the Amazon River are pink? Did you also know that Sesame Street's Elmo is the only non-human to testify before US Congress? And last but by no means least, certainly my favourite, there were other names considered for the seven dwarves. And they included Snoopy, Dippy, Blabby, Flabby and Woeful. I'm not making this stuff up. It's absolutely true. Uh, music news. Billie Eilish, uh, Billie Eilish rather, says she's decided to dye her hair blonde after seeing a picture of herself that had been edited by a fan. Speaking on Ellen, she said she had been considering blonde hair for a while. Then she saw the fan edit. And I was like, ah, oh, it's so sick. I want it. Yeah, obviously not English lessons. Uh, Nick Jonas sustained multiple injuries, including a cracked rib in a bike accident, but was able to return to work on The Voice on Monday. He was injured l- uh, late Saturday night while filming a project, and it was serious enough that he was reportedly kept in hospital overnight. At the start of The Voice, he told host Carson Daly, I'm feeling OK, I've been better, but I'm doing all right. It's unclear what show he was working on at the time of his accident. Iron Maiden, the Rock uh, rock and Roll Hall of Fame, has responded to criticism over the group not being chosen for induction this year, despite being nominated for the first time. CEO Greg Harris says, while all while the Hall regards the band as an impact impactful, influential band, he insisted that rock and roll is a big tent and everyone fits under it, an apparent reference to the fact that Jay-Z did make the cut. Uh, Coldplay will play a live stream concert on TikTok on Monday to support Red Nose Day, an annual campaign to end child poverty. The group will play an intimate four-song performance live from London at 2pm EST. That's Eastern Standard Time. You can tell this is written in America, can't you? Damn colonials. Uh, it'll mark Coldplay's first ever live concert on TikTok. Alice Cooper has announced he'll make a long-awaited return to the road with a headline tour this autumn. It kicks off 17th of April in Atlantic City and runs through to October the 23rd in Atlanta. Original Kiss guitarist Aced Freely will appear as a special guest on all shows September 18th through to October the 22nd. And last but by no means least, Paul McCartney has announced that a six-part docuseries titled McCartney 321 will premiere in the US on Hulu on the 16th of July. In what has been called a fresh take on his career, McCartney speaks with mega-successful producer Rick Rubin, detailing his experiences and insights into songwriting and his groundbreaking work with The Beatles, Wings and 51 years as a solo artist. That's your world of stuff for today. Now go in peace, my people. Are you ready for this? Greatest hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. CWR 1476. Cuddly Ken's Oddbox. That's all that separates you from everything else that came from slime.
I don't care what you say. I absolutely adore that song. James Ingram and Michael McDonald and Yamo B there. On the Oddbox for your Wednesday afternoon. Very good afternoon to you. Hope I find you well and enjoying your week thus far. I've got some more news for you. This one's titled Not In A Pickle, But There's A Pickle In Them. Mm. Uh, What started as an April Fool's joke is becoming reality. And you'll have that to blame when you taste new pickle-flavoured hard seltzer. Uh, in the US, of course, drinkway company, brewmate and beverage company Crook & Marker have announced that they are working together on a pickle-flavoured hard seltzer called Afternoon Delight. Do you see what they did there? Dill. Dill pickle. Dill lie. Never mind. Uh, this comes more than a year after Brewmate made a joke post on April the 1st, 2020, teasing the product, which it said was the world's first pickle hard seltzer. After some pickle fans expressed disappointment that the product was a joke, the companies are now promoting their real, soon-to-be-released product, promising it will pack a crunch and a buzz. Hang on, drinks aren't supposed to crunch, are they? Anyway, uh, only 10,000 12 packs will be made available, and those interested in purchasing need to sign up on the to be on the VI pickle list on the Crooked Brew website. What is going on in America? Um, Afternoon Delight will be available this summer. And fun fact, a hard seltzer for those of you outside of the United States and colonies. Uh, a hard seltzer is a drink made from fizzy water, alcohol and fruit flavouring. Uh, it's also known as high water, but here in the UK, we call it an alco pop. Uh, Animal Kingdom in the ring, it says here. A poll asking Americans what animals would win in a fight featuring random pairings with other animals has resulted in some hilarious reactions. Uh, First, here are the top five animals ranked according to the fighting prowess in a poll by YouGov.com. Number one, the elephant in 74% of random pairings. Tied with the rhinoceros, also 74%. The grizzly bear came 1% behind at number three, 73% for the grizzly bear, 70% at number four for the tiger, and number five for hippopotamus, 69%. The lion, crocodile, alligator, gorilla, and polar bear uh, round out of the top 10. What was stone dead last? (laughs) do you know what i didn't actually read this before i actually started read before i actually started reading it out on the air Uh, last place was uh, the goose with 14 percent second last was humans at 17 percent this is coming from a comp this is coming from a country where probably about 35 percent of them can't even get out of a chair without using their hands uh some some random facts for you a report claims that violent video games and movies desensitizes us to violence um, that's pretty much it on that one that's all it says I really should read this stuff before I go out uh, this is my favourite uh, prostitutes are facing a shortage of clients due to hookup apps and the pandemic honestly if there's a bat signal for Charlie Sheen now's definitely the time to use it I think we both need to lie down after that here's No Flight and If You Want It on CWR 1476 and a good afternoon to you
Flight and If You Want It here on CWR 1476, your pal on the medium wave, cuddly Ken till four. And we are coming up dangerously close to the top of the hour where I hand you over to our colleagues at Sky News in exchange for a handful of magic beans. Hang on a second, that's Jack in the Beanstalk. Anyway, uh, we are coming up to the top of the hour, so I will hand you over to our colleagues at Sky News and I will see you after the news for your top three ad threes from the 17th of May, 19, and I will tell you the year a little bit later, because I'm like that. going to take you up to the top of the hour with this one from Boss Skaggs. This is Jojo on CWR, and I will see you in a few. Look at me
You know, one of the things I get asked most is, how do you turn your radio show into a podcast? Well, it's very, very simple. I record it and I upload it to Anchor. Let me explain. Anchor.fm is completely free of charge and free is the best price. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make some money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And good luck. From the 19th of May, 1972. Number three. Top three at three from the 19th of May, 1969, Could It Be Forever? by David Cassidy. Cassidy had come to prominence via the TV series The Partridge Family and had sung lead on several hit singles and successful albums under the group moniker. Being underage at 19 upon being signed to The Partridge Family and during the first season of the show, Cassidy was on a flat rate contract with Columbia Pictures and earned no royalties from recordings issued under The Partridge Family name on the Columbia-owned Bell label. However, upon reaching the age of 21 during the hiatus before season two began production in April 1971, Cassidy was able to renegotiate his contract to include payment of royalties for sales of recordings and merchandise, as well as gaining a degree of input into and control over his recording career. Cassidy's first solo single from the album Cherish, which was the B-side to Could It Be Forever, released in, 1970, in October 1971, while recording of the album was still in progress, was the title track. 
A cover of the association's 1966 Billboard chart topper, said to have been chosen as the lead singer by Pharrell, whoever he is, uh, by after a search for a song which would be instantly familiar to audiences but had not yet been the subject of any widely known cover version. The single peaked at number nine in December 1971 on the number one adult contemporary charts in the US and was followed by the US release of the album in early 1972, along with a second single, Could It Be Forever?, the single stalled at number 37 in the US, but the album was generally favourably received and sold well, reaching number 15 on the Billboard Hot 200. What a load of nonsense that was. Anyway, onwards. Number two. And I will warn you now, folks, this next song contains bagpipes. I can't believe that's on the charts either. That was your number two, Amazing Grace by the Pipes and Drums of the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards. Folk singer Judy Collins, who knew the song before she could remember learning it, witnessed Fannie Lou Hamer, a civil rights demonstrator, leading marches in Mississippi. 
1964 singing Amazing Grace. Collins also considered it a talisman of sorts and saw its equal emotional impact on the marchers, witnesses and law enforcement who opposed the civil rights demonstrators. According to fellow folk singer Joan Baez, it was one of the most requested songs from her audiences, but she never realised its origin as a hymn. By the time she was singing it in the 1960s, she said it had, quote, developed a life of its own. It even made an appearance at the Woodstock Music Festival in 1969 during Arlo Guthrie's performance. Although Collins used it as a catharsis for her opposition to the Vietnam War, two years after her rendition, the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards, senior Scottish regiment of the British Army, recorded an instrumental version featuring a bagpipe soloist accompanied by a pipe band. The tempo of their arrangement was slowed to allow for the bagpipes, but it was it was based on Collins' origin. It was based on Collins. It began with a bagpipe solo introduction similar to her lone voice, and then it was accompanied by the band of the bagpipes and horns, whereas in her version, she's backed up by a chorus. It, to- it topped the RPM national charts in Canada for three weeks uh, in 1978 and rose as high, no, not in not in 1978, sorry, beg your pardon, and rose as high as number 11 in the US. It's also a controversial instrumental as it combined pipes with a military band. The pipe major of the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards was summoned to Edinburgh Castle and chastised for demeaning the bagpipes. You couldn't make it up. And now, folks, it's time for this. Number one.
There you go, you're number one on our top three of three from the 19th of May, 1969. That was T-Rex and Metal Guru. I know it's Metal Guru. Uh, Metal Guru is a song by the British band T-Rex written by Mark Bolan. It was the band's fourth and final number one on the UK singles charts when it topped the chart for four weeks from May to June 1972. It was also included on their album The Slider. Despite coming only 10 months after the success of Get It On, it failed to chart in the US. The song reached number 45 in Canada in July 1972. It did, however, reach the top spot in Ireland and West Germany, as it was at the time, the top 10 in Norway and Australia, and the top 20 in Spain and South Africa. Bolan himself described the song's apparent religious references as this. It's a festival of life song. I relate Metal Guru to all gods around. I believe in a god, but I have I have no religion. With Metal Guru, it's like someone special. It must be a godhead. I thought how god would be. He'd be alone without a telephone. I don't answer the phone anymore. I have codes where people ring me at certain times. I don't think he was well, personally. That was your top three at three from the 19th of May, 1969. Join me on Friday for another one from another year, and it may even be in coherent English. Cuddly Ken's Oddbox. Well, you kind of got sick listening to us before this whole thing, so... CWR 1476. Do you ever have one of those days, folks, where you wish you'd stayed in the womb, never mind at home? Yep, that's pretty much how my Wednesday's going. Onwards and sideways for your Wednesday with this one from the Stylistics. They can't give you anything but love. Apparently.
stylistics and can't give you anything but my love. I love that song so much. It took me probably the best part of 15 years to find out that it wasn't actually a woman singing the lead singer. No, she wasn't the lead singer. It was a bloke. They were all blokes. I was shocked. Then again, I was only 17. Anyway, uh, onwards and sideways for your Wednesday. A pet food company has brewed up a non-alcoholic carbonated beer for dogs. And it's called, and I kid you not, Bowser Beer. You can find it at pet stores across the US in the section marked Waste of Money. Uh, Did you know you can be fined up to $100 for swearing in public places in Mississippi? You can. That's that's what it says here, which is why it costs you $100 every time you spell Mississippi out loud. Think about that. Uh, scientists claim they've... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I definitely didn't read this one. Scientists are claiming that having large breasts can take five years off a woman's lifespan. There was a joke I was going to make here, but I think I will just uh, play the next track because I happen to like my job here at CWR. another track that's on my favourites list on Spotify. That was Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass and a track called Lady Fingers. 
I love that. That's brilliant. It's just one of those songs that makes you smile. Uh, don't forget, we do have uh, your On This Day celebrity birthdays and celebrity deaths as lovingly prepared by the fair hands of Producer M's coming up in about 10 minutes' time, so stick around for that. In the meantime, here's garbage. I think I might be paranoid. Who said that? Yeah. 
WR 1476. A better variety and no Cuddly Ken's Odd Box. Between the darkness on the street and the houses filling up with light. Between the stillness in my heart and the roar of the approaching night. Somebody's calling after somebody. Somebody turns the corner out of sight Looking for somebody Somewhere in the night Tender is the night Night. Between the 
Brown and Tender is the Night here on CWR 1476. Before that, Freddie Notes and the Guns of Navarone. And we kicked off with Garbage, and I think I'm paranoid. And now, folks, a little bit later than builds, but still very much part of the show. It is now time for this. Yes, 
folks, it's now time for your On This Day's Celebrity Birthdays and Celebrity Deaths, as lovingly prepared by the fair hands of producer M's. Should we crack on? I think we should. 1536, Anne Boleyn, second wife of King Henry VIII, is executed at the Tower of London after a four-day show trial. After what had started as a happy marriage, Henry was disappointed when Anne only produced a daughter. A daughter, rather. A future Queen Elizabeth I, and no sons. Three years into their marriage, Henry had set his sights on wife number three, Jane Seymour, and Anne was arrested and imprisoned on charges of high treason, adultery and incest. In her trial, she was found guilty by a jury that contained her former fiancé and her uncle. Henry married Jane one day after Anne's death. Lovely fella he was. 1910, the passage of Earth through the tail of Halley's Comet causes near panic when it was announced that the 25 million kilometre... 25 million kilometer long tail containing cyanogen, a deadly poison. The French astronomer and author Camille Flammarion believed that the cyanogen would impregnate the atmosphere and possibly snuff out all life on the planet. Concerns in the general public grew as the 19th of May got closer. Uh, Charlatans sold comet pills that would supposedly protect against the effects of the poison. Churches held all-night prayer vigils and doomsayers wrote to the Royal Greenwich Observatory to say the comet would cause massive tides across the Americas as the Pacific emptied itself into the Atlantic. As it happens, Halley's Comet passed over the Earth without causing any issue whatsoever and life continued as it had done before. And now the weather. Uh... Every so often there's some idiot who comes up with something like that. Uh, bear with me one second. I do have some uh, music events, it says here, but I can't find them. Uh, nope, let's carry on. Uh, 2018, Prince Harry marries American actress Meghan Markle at St George's Chapel in Windsor Castle. Uh, it is believed the cost of the day was around £32 million, including 50000 for the cake, 110000 on flowers and 286000 for catering. Peak viewing figures uh, for uh, peak viewing figures of 27.7 million were reported in the UK and 29 million in the USA. Hundreds of millions are estimated to have watched it around the world. Your celebrity birthdays, 1925. Malcolm X, the American minister and activist, was born. He died in 1965. Uh, 1942, Robert Kilroy Silk, the UK former politician and broadcaster. Uh, he's currently 79. 1944, Peter Mayhew, the actor who played Chewbacca in the Star Wars series. He died in 2019. And a fun fact, it says here, he was seven foot three inches tall. Right. 1945, Pete Townsend, the guitarist, singer and composer from the band The Who. He's currently 76 as well. Uh, 1946, Andre, Andre the Giant, the wrestler and actor, was born. He died in 1993 and he was also 7 foot 3. Uh, Grace Jones, the model, singer, songwriter, producer, actress and all-round Fruit Loop, uh, was born in 1948. She's currently 73. 1949, Dusty Hill, the bassist and singer from ZZ Top, uh, was born. He's currently 72. Uh, 1951, Joey Ramone, the musician and singer of the Ramones who did lead vocals. Uh, he died in 2001. 1953, we lost Victoria Wood in 2016, the comedian, actress, lyricist, singer, composer, screenwriter, producer, director, and Uncle Tom Cobley and all. Uh, she was born in 1953. And in 1992, Sam Smith, the singer-songwriter, uh, they're 29 years old. They're non-binary, so they prefer they 
Well, it's them. Uh, celebrity Deaths, which is always the fun part. 1536, Anne Boleyn, as we learnt earlier on, Queen of England. Uh, 1984, John Betjeman, the poet and academic, was uh, passed on to the great writing room in the sky. And 1994, Jackie Kennedy Anassis, journalist and 37th First Lady of the United States of America, shuffled off to the White House in the sky. Happy Wednesday, everyone. CWR 1476. Cuddly Ken's Odd do you have to say everything like it's going to be chiseled into a rock? A better variety and no rap. To find the love within And I came back to let you know Got a thing for you And I can't let go My friends wonder What is wrong with me But I'm in a daze From your love you see
Go West and What You Won't Do For Love here on CWR 1476. Kurt with you for the next 14 or so minutes. Possibly even 13, maybe even 12. My maths is rubbish, so who cares? Uh, last couple of minutes left of each other's company, then I hand you over to our colleagues at Sky News for the latest reminder of how awful the world is. And then onwards for your Wednesday afternoon with uh, John Legree and the Afternoon Supplement. Check out carolynradio.com, C-A-R-I-L-L-O-N, carolynradio.com, and click on our on-air schedule and secrets of this station will be available to you, maybe, possibly. Okay, fair enough, maybe not. Here's Dion Warwick and Jeffrey Osborne. They're talking about love power. 
So am I. Cool, blimey. Saw a psychic in LA. It's just the other day. And she told me what I knew was true. She told me that I never gotten over you. She said that if I called you, you'd just turn your back and walk away. Just last night, I tried to keep it light. When she held me in her arms, she knew. She told me that Too late, or can we get it back? Everything that we want, hey. Ooh, can we get it back? Talking about the power, it rules us, takes over, and fools us to make it. It takes. Love power, it rules us. Take- 
Dion Warwick and Jeffrey Osborne and Love Power here on CWR 1476. That's pretty much it, folks. The game is very nearly a bogey for another day. Uh, join me on Friday for more of the same from 2 o'clock. It's the live show, so anything could happen and probably will and probably very badly. Uh, going to take you up to our colleagues at Sky News for the latest reminder of how awful this world is uh, with a bit of with a bit of jazz I'm, I don't usually play jazz on this show not in the form I'm about to play it but I'm hoping you kind of like it it's Ken's long song so it's about seven minutes long it will take us up to the news and then we can go our separate ways and never speak to each other again which is pretty much what happens anyway because you don't even speak to me during the show anyway I'm going to leave you with Wild Bill Davison <laughs> <laughs> and uh, friends playing Big Butter and Eggman. Nope, me either. I'll see you down the road somewhere. Till then, ta-ra. <laughs> <laughs>